everybody. This is Patty Negri. Welcome to the Witching Hour. Yep, the hour when the veil is thin and magic happens. We have some very special magic for you today. My friend, I almost want to adopt her. I work with her on the Ghost Finders, witch and magical girl all around, Megan Deputy. You're going to love her. But before I bring on Megan, where's Patty? Because if I don't do this segment, I have no idea where I am. So if you are tuning into this, the week we first drop, which is the week of October 9th, 2023. Yes, it is October. Yes, Halloween is minutes away. So the veil is thinning now. So you guys should already be feeling it and having pumpkin spice, of course. But if you are listening now, um, I just got back from Orange County Paracon. Now, not just get back because it was virtual this year. You could watch the workshops and panels all online. Just go to ocparacon.com and hopefully you watched it from wherever you are or you can now. Next up, I have Paraflix event. Yes, Natalie Jones and myself going to Haunted Hill House with all the Ghost Hunter girls. That's where the hunter came from. Alicia and Sarah and Haley and Natalie and myself. And you guys can join us on an investigation at this apparently very, very haunted thing. You can get tickets and you can come along. And then I am flying off to New Orleans because everybody or me spends New Orleans at the Vampire Ball or Halloween at the Vampire Ball in New Orleans. And then I'm going back up, up, up to Michigan to mid-Michigan Paracon. So I know that's a really a lot. So the best way to find all of these things is go to my website, pattynegri.com or on my social media. I list everywhere again, so I know where I am. But I would love to see you at any of these places. Lots more to come, but too much to list here. Um, Tuesday, I, of course, am teaching my regular magic class at MagicU, universitymagicus.com or magicu.org. My goddess series with Father Sebastian continues on Wednesdays, and we have 20 other amazing teachers teaching everything, astrology, tarot, reiki, werewolf magic, bigfoot magic. It's a real life Hogwarts, but legitimate, amazing teachers. And Wednesday, I'm testing you. Where are you going to be Wednesday? You're going to be at the Witches Movie Coven with Heather Green, Jason Mankey, Richard Leal Lillard, and Courtney Buckley, Ghostbait herself, and I, as we talk about witches in movies. Yes, witches talking about witches and never agreeing on anything. So we want your opinion too, because it actually is live and you get to go in the chat room, wands up, wands down. So every Wednesday at six o'clock Pacific, nine o'clock Eastern, join us there. And while you're there, you got to wear some merch, right? I know this is such a commercial. I'm sorry. But go to mysterycontrol.com. All of cool kids are using it where you can get my spellcaster line, magic in t-shirts and hoodies, yoga outfits, and of course, my power panties. Change your underwear, change your life. It's something I've literally been doing with Hollywood stars for like 20 years. And now you could have them too. Patty's power panties. And while you're there, flip over the witch's movie coven and get yourself a nice big cloak to wrap yourself up into. A blanket, a t-shirt, so many things to offer. We have scared and alone. We have your whole fall wardrobe right there. Mysterycontrol.com. Other than that, that's where I am. I am right here, right now with you. I hope to see you there, here, there, whatever. <laughs> 
Guess what time it is? It is time for the Willow Report. Yes, see what this little Hollywood princess Dachshund is doing. Well, today, my quest for this week, and I haven't done it yet, is to find out if Willow is right or left pod. What? What do you mean by right or left? She's waking up. Come on, look into the camera for once. There. Uh, anyway, just like we are right-handed or we are left-handed. I'm a lefty. I'm a, I'm a righty. I can do nothing with my left hand. Or those special people out there who are ambidextrous. I learned that dogs are right pod or left pod as well. And it's supposed to be really easy to figure out how to tell, like offer them a treat, offer them a toy. And if they need help doing it, see which paw they use. The only problem is, is Willow's not doing it for me yet. It's supposed to be really easy. I read about, oh, she yawns, that's for sure. So, you know, maybe you have a little toy or maybe you need them to reach up for something. So see which one your dog uses the most. And you will know that if your dog is right pod or left pod. I'm sure it's the same of cats too. So I'm going to try Grace next, but I just like learning new things about our babies. So that's the Willow's report. I've got to figure out if she's right-handed or left-handed. Are you going to help? Are you going to help? No, she's not. She's going to, it's going to take all week. I'll let you know next week. That's it. That's the Willow report. For this week's magic lessons, we are going to talk about witches' ladders. Witches' ladders, string that you could actually do magic with. Now, this one's a little thicker than I usually use, and I'm actually just using it for camera so that you can see it. I usually use twine or cording. I usually use something natural like hemp or cotton that you can get at any um, you know hobby store of sorts. You see people wearing little strings on their wrists. Yes, the Kabbalah does it too, but all sorts of things. Those are magical wishes. Those are magical spells. We create spirits all the time. We know the spirit of love, the spirit of success, the spirit of money, the spirit of abundance, the spirit of health. Well, spirit gets created and caught in knots. Weird, don't know why, but that's why we put a dream catcher over our bed to catch our bad dreams. That's why spider webs are so magical with everything that they catch in the sunlight, in the mist, with the flies. But a witch's ladder, you could do everything from with twine and hanging out outside of your house with bells where it picks up wishes. But I'm going to show you how to do it on a little thing that you could wear on your wrist or on your ankle with wishes. Now, make wishes to cause change. You always want to do an odd number. So come up with three, five, seven, or nine wishes that you want. You, odd numbers, I mean, even numbers keep things the same. And rarely does somebody want to wear something on the wrist that keeps things the same. So three, five, seven, or nine, which is shift and change. I want you to come up with things that you want to do. Remember, it's going to get caught in the knot. And remember, I always teach our breath is our magic. It's our life force. It's our pneuma. That's why whenever you could speak out loud, speak out loud. That's why you blow out your birthday candle from year one. That's why we breathe into our candle work. So you're going to breathe into your knot as you make your knot. So come up with your first wish. Come up with like, I want to say, I'll just make this up. I want a new job that I love. I want you to see it. I want you to smell it. I want you to taste it. And as you have it in every cell of your body, you blow with that truth into it and you pull it tight. You just caught that wish. Now, I will always say something like, by not of one, the spell's begun. 
There's some standard ones you could look up online or get really creative and get rhymey. Make it about my, my, I, I have a really ridiculously bad one for weight loss because that's one of my things. I not have one. I will not eat whatever it is. It's on my feet. <laughs> that's not it. So you've got your one. So now you're going to feel that spirit's a little bit there. So come up with the second one that you want. Okay. Now you can't really control where it goes. Kind of magic does that. Sometimes the knots go right on the other knot. Sometimes they go down the thing. So come up with your second one. Besides that new job, um, I want really nice people at this new job where we get along with it. I can have some new friends. See it, smell it, taste it. <gasps> By knot of two, this spell come true. Then you're going to go on to your third one. Think about it. Okay. Well, while I'm here, I'd like a new apartment. Okay. See it, smell it, taste it. If you believe you could have a new apartment, go there with it. One, two, three. By knot of three, so shall it be. And you go on and on. By knot of four, open this door. By knot of five, spell come alive. By knot of six, this spell bewitched. By knot of seven, on earth as it is in heaven. By knot of eight, open this gate. By knot of nine, this spell be thine. But make it up anything you want. Do I think three, five, seven, or nine is the best. And then you have it. Now, I always charge my spells. You know that. Again, on thinner stuff, it spreads out nicely. I want to put all those wishes. Maybe you're going to waft it through some smoke or some incense. Maybe you're going to anoint it with a little bit of magical oil. Maybe you're going to set up this beautiful ritual. But then maybe you're going to wear it on your wrist. Maybe you're going to wear it on your ankle. Maybe you're going to tuck it in your bra or in your pocket. Well, whenever you start forgetting your wish, you want to rub those knots. And you, it's like rubbing the magic genie. Same thing. Oh yeah. New job is coming. New job is here. So easiest thing you have. All it takes is some string, some intent, and your magic, which is ladders there for everybody. That's your magic. Magic is everywhere. You just got to tie it up sometimes. some extra witchy extra special magic for you today i have my friend the one and only witch paranormal investigator makeup artist and all-around amazing girl megan deputy you might know her from the from the tv show the ghost finders where i got to work with her now twice i'm really thrilled so thank you so much megan for coming on Thank you so much for having me patty it's always a treat to talk anything magic with you and being able to go on investigations with you and us doing magic and ritual together has been phenomenal. That is what is so amazing about it. Because uh, Ghost, Ghost, you guys have been on a long time. Yeah. And there's so little uh, of all the paranormal shows, which we do, and don't you, you get to be a real practicing witch and do real ritual on the show. So I was, uh, there we are. So I was, that was the very first time in that picture that we worked together at Randolph County Asylum. Um, I get to come guest on your show. And we had just met and it was like, we had known each other forever. I can't figure out, you're my long lost daughter. You're long my sister, my little sister, my daughter, my sister. I don't know, but I've adopted you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Cause you felt like instant family to me as well. And um, watching your magic and everything you've done throughout the years. I think we clicked so seamlessly too, because your intentions and everything line up to how we are with the ghost finders. You're always like, it starts with respect with the spirits. And that's exactly how I kind of got started with the ghost finders because Rob years ago 
I've been in now for like since season seven and we're on season 12 now. Crazy. Wow. Awesome. But he reached out to me and he wanted to do a gift giving and a ritual to help the spirits know that we are reaching out in friendship and here to communicate uh, and welcome them. So I was a guest for one episode and I performed my rituals. I did too. Um, <clears throat> on the first night, we were just kind of going about things the way the show had done before, before I did any ritual. We didn't really receive a lot of voices back or that much evidence or findings as we'd like to say. And then the next night I did a beautiful gift giving ritual with Lavender, introduced our whole team. And during the day, boom, we had the lady of the house talking to us nicely. We had a bunch of activity at night. We even had some of the entities recognize me and say, thank you. They said, oh, witch and things like that. So they were aware of our intentions. And after that, Rob was like, so um, how about you? Would you like to come be part of the show? And I was like, most definitely, because you guys are going about it in such a wonderful way that speaks to my heart. So that's how it started and began. And I've just loved working with them and us coming across such wonderful people like yourself. Fabulous. Yeah. And, and, and again, and they, it really is that kind of a show. Uh, again, I hadn't, I'd met Rob, but that's it. Hadn't met any of you. And we got to Randolph County, which is now out on Paraflix for anybody who wants on my network. Paraflix had just dropped a week or two ago um, and soon it'll be everywhere as well. But I hadn't met. And really to start, it wasn't like, we'll, we'll edit that in. We yeah. started the investigation off with an opening greeting ritual. Exactly. And that's become our new technique. And we found that we've had so many positive and just like statistically more interactive spirits when we do this. And it's like elementary to us, of course, we're like, if you're starting to make a new friend, you would want to introduce yourself. Um, I always like to kind of get a feel of the place first and kind of pick up on those vibrations to help make that gift more personalized. Something that that spirit would, you know, receive with that thought and intent. And so, yeah, we've turned that into a tradition. We start every episode with a gift giving ritual and then we'll do a cleanse either uh, at the end or off camera. You've seen that with some of our episodes as well. Like Sp Sweet Springs was pretty intense spiritually. And we went about things in a wonderful way. And it was not scary or dangerous. This is just us acting and being ourselves. I should say, like, acting with respect to the right. spirits, you know? That is beautiful. And what is needed in the paranormal world and it trending that way. So what I love also about you is that, I mean, we understand the witchy world. And we're going to go there in a second. We understand the paranormal world. But they're not an automatic cross. No. I mean, most witches are not necessarily paranormal investigators and most paranormal get, aren't necessarily into a pagan path. So let's start out with your witchy side. How did, how did this Megan become? <laughs> well, I was uh, taught growing up all about the spirit world and my grandparents were world travelers. Their house kind of looked like a little British museum. And mm -hmm. so I was like taught all of these different techniques interacting with spirits from all around the world. 
and brought up with that appreciation of all different kinds of magic. And I love the differences of it. And I think it's really interesting and cool to see different connections with different users of magic because I feel like when they tap into what's sincere to them and what is comfortable or what they relate to the most, that's when their intent and magic can go through it just even more powerfully. So that's what started my journey. And that was when I was very young. I also grew up uh, out in Virginia in the mountains. So I was also um, speaking to a lot of spirits of the earth and the woods there and brought up and taught that all of these things are connected. It's not anything to fear. It's all a part of nature. So sometimes you'll encounter a spirit that is like, you know, it's, there's a whole big animal kingdom out there. There's not just one kind of spirit. So you might encounter a, a bird type spirit a lot of the time, but there's also a bunch of different creatures out there. Sometimes grizzly bears, sometimes like deer. So uh, I just go about giving every single entity the respect they deserve, or um, if it's like a grizzly bear like entity, respect okay. and keeping us as well as like safe and respectful. And I think that's what's so awesome about using, it doesn't even necessarily need to be witches, but we have that connection and can communicate easily with the spirit world and being able to help, how would you say, like protect and be mm -hmm. there uh, to help guide that communication is really awesome and interesting. And I love that the paranormal world welcomes that and values our insight and our protection or advice going along. And I love having different kinds of um, religious beliefs or techniques in an investigation because then there's a ton of different entities that can relate with them as well. So there's not just one way to do things. There's many different beautiful ways. And us coming together as a paranormal community and just giving the love and admiration back to everyone. It's the way to go about it. Right. And that is what I saw from you immediately, that the love, yes, the respect, we know how we have to do it, but the love. And I love that you grew up in nature because I think, thank goodness with the rise in witchcraft as the number one growing, you know, belief system religion, we need that awareness of nature. Our planet needs it. Nature needs it. So, you know, bringing it back down here. So, uh, on the craft wise, you consider yourself traditional in the craft? Yes, and eclectic as well. I've studied a lot of uh, the grimoires from the Museum of Witchcraft in Cornwall. Uh, Jim McGarry, I've spoken to you about. She's an incredible witch that practices traditional witchcraft. It's a lot of earth magic. So out there for people who kind of want to understand, a lot of earth magic also ties into speaking with the dead. And so I feel like I have a really good experience with that over all of these years. And a lot of these traditional rituals, I feel helps connect me with the spirits around me and the earth and makes it easier to tap into that communication with them. So that's something I'm comfortable with and love to do. Might not be for everyone because sometimes traditional witchcraft can look a little intense and spooky, <laughs> but... It's all done with love. And what's cool, as you know, it's a lot of it is symbolic, symbolism yes. with what we use 
it's almost like we're doing a math equation with our techniques, like two plus two equals four. This with this is showing our respect and love to you. And when you do ritual, it's kind of like, we're all like cheerleading each other on like, okay, yes, let's do that. We're going to communicate. This is us showing you the love. And so even if you might not, how would you say, be able to connect to a spirit and communicate through language, that emotion comes through, that intent comes through with ritual. And so, yeah, it's just a great way. On that note, because you are gifted, you can speak to the dead, you see spirits, like I do, whether you want to call it medium, clairvoyant. So do you think you were born that way, which led you to a more natural witchy path, or the witchy path helped you develop your ability, or is it chicken and egg, they both kind of came together? I think it's a little bit of a chicken and egg kind of deal, because um, my grandparents, as well as my parents, have grown up with a ton of spiritual activity and dealing with different entities as well and knowing that that's all out there um and that practicing of witchcraft and learning about the history and all of that helps strengthen those things with me i definitely i would say like throughout high school i kind of put a little pause and focused a little bit i love how you're saying like the magical world and then the ordinary world so and it happens a lot with age i used to see spirits a lot more vivid in my youth um and i still can as well but for me a lot of my gifts and techniques i have i almost describe myself like a bat or whatnot i can people have soul songs to me like their own background music Mm. and spirits have that as well like that's sometimes what i'll pick up before i'll like see an entity or a name or anything. I'll just hear this like beautiful feminine music kind of run into the room and be there. And I can do my best to describe those emotions and things like that from the spirit communicating to me what she's feeling. Um, So yeah, that's kind of one of the strengths I would say I use with the ghost finders and then communicating back whatever the spirit's trying to say and just be there to help guide our team members in any way I can and be helpful. That is beautiful and so romantic. The song, the song, because all of our senses, people get so stuck on it's visual or what you hear. Sometimes you're hearing on the inside. You just know that's that's what, again, what the aspect you are bringing to the team and everything. So speaking of the team, Ghost Finders, again, like like we said in the beginning, the witch path, the pagan path, the respect for nature path is one thing, but ghost is a very different. Well, were were you always into the paranormal or, or spirit world, or did that happen when Rob called you in, or how did that happen? I was always in the spirit world, but mostly with witchcraft. I love that you asked that, actually. Thank you so much. Yay. So I grew up having these seances and speaking with the dead and feeling and knowing all of that was there but it wasn't until rob asked me on as a guest with the ghost finders that i actually got to use a lot of the tech along with what we were doing and patty let me tell you i will never forget that you know me we geek out about this all the time that extra affirmation of what you're feeling and hearing and when you hear either a spirit box say that you see a connect cam 
wave back at you when you ask them to or feel that they're there. It was incredible. And I've absolutely been hooked ever since. Yeah, I know that is it's that. Yes, exactly. That's what I've been seeing or saying or feeling. And now you have it on a little box. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so what, what do you think, um, again, witches are very popular now. A lot of my people are new. It's like, which is great, actually, because not because it's a cool thing to be. It's because we take responsibility for our belief system. We not just do what I say, do what I do. We have to use integrity. We have to use thought. There's consequence to what we do and practicing the craft. I know you're a spell crafter and you're a ritualistic. So what do you think, what, what are your thoughts on that? Like what we do, how much we do as witches and I'm honestly, um, if you asked me this like 10 years ago, I'd be like, oh, we'll see. But I'm actually so happy with how we're kind of betrayed right now in the media. I feel like this has been our, over the last couple of years, a rise of, and you can see that on the news and in statistics and stuff, people are feeling that they, they're hungry for that connection with magic. Mm -hmm. There's been so much happening. And I think people are going, oh, Yes, this isn't all what the satanic panic of the 70s was talking about and things like that. Okay, they actually, which is, it comes down to the respect and love of spirits, nature, all of that. Like, no matter what you do, you are, um, how would you say it? Like, you live in the spirit world along with the real world. And I know myself, I've told you this, like, I feel, and this is how I was raised as well, that these traditions and what we've been taught, it's almost our responsibility to keep passing that on to those who will take that gift and use it and help the world itself and magic and all of the spirits and gods out there. That's like, they're like, come on humans, you can do it. Like just breathe deep live in the world you're in, see all the beauty around you. And that includes the spirit world for those who do want to see it, you know? Yeah, no. Yeah. And I think that's what's, again, so good about ghost finders and what you guys do, because there's a whole lot of people maybe watching paranormal TV that have no idea of that world. And they're going to see you or even occasionally you and me going, oh, wow, I never thought about that before that nature and little light bulbs go off it's like and what better they're not going to necessarily go i want to be this or go hear me that is speaking somewhere are you doing something it's getting to a whole audience that that we wouldn't get to and i think that's one of my favorite things <laughs> thanks patty yeah i love it i feel when we go to conventions and we have our fans tell us thank you so much it was wonderful to see you respecting these native spirits and doing these gift givings with just so much love and admiration in your heart. Like that's what makes me tear up and give me all the feels. And we've had a bunch of other paranormal investigators say, hey, we followed your example and doing these little gift givings. And exactly, you don't necessarily always have to be a witch or study all these, just make it something sincere from your heart. Yeah. That's what the spirit knows and connects with. And they've said they've been 
like chattier than ever, more excited to meet them and grateful. And it's like, yeah, elementary. <laughs> exactly. So of course you want somebody like you or me on the thing because you get more spirits too. I love it. We, you already, when you were just talking about the satanic panel, you sound like you were talking on my witches movie, Kevin. We're going to have to have you some special guests on our witches movie, which is witches talking about witches, witchcraft in movies. The good, the bad, and the ugly, and um, it, it would love for you to be a guest. Oh, thank you so much. I would yes. love you. And we watch different movies, some really bad, some really good, and and we talk about the craft, how they represent us. And it, we may love the movie and hate the craft or love how they represent the, the craft and hate the movie, So, mm -hmm. and we never, ever agree, which makes it really fun as well. <laughs> I so, love yeah. that. And that sounds exactly... I'm right there on the same page. I'm like, I love this cinematically, but craft-wise, like, yeah, and it's just taking the, seeing the full picture and being like, okay, seeing what is what, but loving, it's still like representation, which is great. And having representation for everyone, no matter your beliefs, whatever, your daily life, I think is really important. So yay for cinema yes, yeah so, so we'll get you on oh, we'll say we're you. doing this movie we should do because you're other you are an artist again many of us who live in the the magical world are artists but you are a an an a art, makeup artist a film person in many things so i think you're just an artist all around does that go hand in hand do you use your magic or your intuition and knowledge say if you were working on a film you're doing makeup on that do your worlds collide there Oh my goodness. Another amazing question. And if any of the talent I've worked with is watching this right now, they're going to be like, aha, like one of the last TV shows I was on, this actress was so lovely. And she was like, you're intuitive, aren't you? And I was like, well, I, you know, I just do my best to connect with people. I read their energies. I listen to their soul song. And it definitely helps me in my everyday life. Like I would say as a witch, I use magic with everything I do. Like that little bit of care with your things because every, everything has a spirit and that magic and vibration in it. So there's been times where I feel like magically, I don't even know how I've accomplished something in time. Like I've went into a time paradox <laughs> and I've even had like producers be like, I don't know how you did that. And I was like, you know, just a little bit of magic jokingly, but I'm like, but it's true for sure. No. And I think that's what makes it, it's not what we do, it's who we're being. Yes. That makes our practice again, working with the spirit world, that respect, that awareness that you're saying, we're not going through the world like asleep at the wheel. Right. Like little zombies, I go to work, I come back. It's like mm -hmm. everything has a consciousness, a purpose to it. And so, and therefore, and being witches, it means we take, we will take fate into our own hands and yeah. switch what we don't like and move what we don't like. And uh, it's a nice one to be. <laughs> It's Samhain. It's Halloween. We are into October when we are doing this. Um, so have you noticed, because in my experience, the veil's getting thinner and thinner and thinner close to Samhain. We both live in that ghosty world as, world as well as our let's follow the wheel of the year world. How does that, does that affect you being, being so part of that world and consciousness? 
Most definitely. There are some times where I'll be like, okay, I feel a little bit like Alice in Wonderland because with the veil thinning, those songs, those little bits of visions or whispers get a lot louder and it's great. I, it almost feels like, okay, so the family reunion party is coming. It's brewing. And yeah, I absolutely love it. And Sawin is so important to me as a witch too. My grandparents that I talked about before. So on Sawin, I actually handwrite them a letter, catching them up with everything that I did in the year and sending my love. And I ritually put that in the fire and I send that to them across the veil. And it's a done with respect, just as we all know, like Day of the Dead and things like that. We have these traditions of honoring our ancestors that even goes back to the ancient Egyptians too as well or around like their version of Salwin and yeah so absolutely I'm sure you feel the same oh my goodness yeah yeah yeah, we're getting there it is good and and I love that the world loves Halloween even though they get the Halloween version of of Samhain again it's that time to respect and open your eyes and it is for those who don't really know look up in your wheel of year what Samhain is it is that when the veil is thin because we do celebrate our ancestors we celebrate the dead I will do on Samhain I all the pictures of my relatives like you said I love the idea of writing a letter like you said and sending it off to the heavens that's the time to do it mm-hmm. um and and then we start the new year and then we go into everything so exactly exactly so what do you think people get wrong both about again because I love I rarely get to talk to somebody who's both sides of this like what do you think people get wrong most about paranormal investigators and the paranormal world or like our paranormal tv stuff oh I guess uh that we're only there for jump scares or trying to (laughs) I don't know I guess that's what I would say people are like trying to get wrong and it's like well no the whole underlining reason why we're doing this is the big picture there's this whole other world out there and we're it makes sense that we should try and find out more about what happens after death like if we have all of these tools and knowledge at our like that we can easily use that are accessible um yeah, that's that's what we're trying to do is learn from the dead, learn from these spirits, not just who they were in life, but how are they feeling right now? What is it like where they are? Are they even on the same plane as us right now when we're talking with them? Are they in a different dimension in the veil? I feel like we're trying to find those little puzzle pieces and it's definitely, I would say, is a huge multiverse of different things happening on. So I would say that's like the misconception. We're not just trying to hear like something scary. That's also fun when it happens. Don't get me wrong. But that's what I would say is the misconception. Yeah. And and again, I think the trend, if we look at paranormal 10 years ago or more, it was the lead them on the jump scare the provoke and it isn't anymore i mean not everyone is quite as as progressive as as having a lovely megan deputy opening things up but everyone's getting closer to it so yay again that adds to the awareness and respect so what do you think people still again less than it was get wrong about what a witch is oh i would say that depends on uh where you are in the world Mm -hmm. um 
and the term which is so it's such an umbrella term for many just like pagan yeah. uh so there's many different kinds of witches and i would say they're just thinking of the stereotype of old and it's like no we're everyday people with just that connection to these things that might be otherworldly or kind of taboo like ooh, don't go learning and going down that path that could lead to xyz but we know that that's i would say just people fear what they don't know and a lot of what they were you know brought up to believe or where they are or what they're hearing on social media or in the media that all has an influence so i think that's why like i've told you before it is so wonderful that just like yourself you're giving that rep you're representing the what a witch is just full of light and out there to help others and to teach and that's exactly how i feel as well so yeah nobody should stereotype anyone anyway exactly no one anyone <laughs> yes. so um um, again, it is out now, the, the Randolph County Asylum, that people can go see it. My first one with you. And that was quite, that was my first time being there at a Randolph County Asylum. Um, what, I don't even know what's, were we in Indiana? I don't even remember where we were. I never were. were is that Indiana? I'm going to be honest with you, Patty. I am just like you as well. When we teleport all over, it's hard to keep track. I do want to say it is in Indiana. Um, and it was just, wow, that place was so multi-layered and there were so many different kinds of spirits there. We, uh, where we did our ritual, we felt this wonderful lady who used to cook in the kitchen there and her energy. There were also some other entities there that could have been slightly inhuman, like some little fae or uh, you know, our little, not ankle biters, but we had <laughs> experiences with some other beings that were not necessarily human spirits in the basement too. And in the attic too. Ooh, Patty. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, the attic was, there was a very intense spirit there with a lot of just heavy emotions and it was palpable up there. It was also crowded with a lot of different human entities that joined us. So yeah, Randolph. And that is why it's good to have an expert of some sort in a spiritual practice because things do happen. One thing, I looked out the window and there you were with one of our, our, our cast members having to clear some stuff, getting air out in nature and it happens. Yeah. So you kind of gotta know, it's like first aid. Mm -hmm. exactly we had uh, multiple people just like after the attic Maxine was feeling like she had just like an anxiety attack happening and Jessica was like wanted to take a breath we had a couple of people that we just did some cleansings and exactly when you're in that place and you're like oh man that's just where I'm comfortable I'm like we're going back to the earth guys we're resetting our roots and just we're gonna cleanse and calm down because you don't want that's a good point i should bring up your emotions and if you have that fear coursing through you or that panic and stuff that happens spirits tapping into that so yeah. it's actually very imperative when you're in these surroundings with different spirits that might be trying to either 
get that reaction of fear or just they're so sad. We ran into one spirit of the last episode we did just like so much sadness and they're trying to tell their story, but that can be a lot. And so you'll have to be, you know, safe about it for everybody. This our people and the spirit. Yeah. Yes. And you come, I mean, I carry, I look like a weird Mary Poppins showing up, but your kit, your travel magic kit, you, it's not, you have a whole coffin bag full of things and all sorts <laughs> of stuff. Oh my God. TSA must love you as well. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Depending on where I'm going, when I'm flying, I really have to downsize and minimize. And you're like, no, trust me. That's just another May. Like it's, it's a ritual dagger. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> It can be a lot, but yeah, that's, um, I will, you'll always see different things in my bag and different rituals on each show because again, the reason why sometimes I'll bring some extra things is because I guess I have a lot of love in my heart. So I always want to make that like gift extra special for the spirit. So I try to be prepared for whatever might happen. And when I get to that location and kind of pick up on these spirits that's when I'll grab different things from my kit and all of that but yeah yeah and it's a very well stocked kit I must say your first aid kit for for the spirit world it's beautiful it's my makeup world coming into my witchcraft world we have to be prepared for anything and have the makeup trailer stocked because the director might be like hey we are actually going to maybe try and do a throat slit today. And you're like, well, okay, let's go ahead and do it. <laughs> yeah. I must even say in our, our, our paranormal world, you had good makeup stuff. Oh, I have that in my bag. I have this. <laughs> oh, she is good. <laughs> um, and again, we just got to do another, I don't even know if that has a name, a title yet or when it's going to be out, but um, I'm honored to have done another one with you, which will be in, I guess part of season 12 later into it. Yes. It was so great. We went to two different locations and had a bunch of different adventures. We had a seance in New Orleans. I don't know if we're allowed to say where just did. Somewhere in New Orleans. Yes, exactly. So it was wonderful. And yeah, we had multiple rituals. We had so many experiences with all of our crew too. And I'm just so tickled, like how much our our crew has grown and just like our paranormal family, as I like to say, like even getting to work with Natalie from Paraflix and stuff too, it's just all been so wonderful and we're all so thankful. Yeah. And, and I did notice that again, cause I work with a lot of different teams from ghost adventures to my, all my YouTube guys, you guys are really a family. You really guys do have that love and you come from that that place so you guys are special so so much I have to say I feel like that's what has really carried us through you can see in like past seasons like we're all really doing this just for the love of it and that has just kind of snowballed and taken us further and further out reaching people and so it's magical so thank you so all right so well before we go do you have any events coming up that you're going to be at or where could people find you where could people find the ghost finders you individually well definitely look us up on the ghost finders uh on our instagram channel the ghost finders channel and uh we also are out there you can find us and watch us 
on uh, Paraflix, the Spirit mm -hmm. Channel on Roku, Prime on the UK, and there's a bunch of different other places, Apple TV, Fire TV, and we have some uh, new places that are going to be shown up and coming that I can't talk about just yet. But you can always find us on the Spirit Channel on Roku, or I know Randolph is going to be on Paraflix. That right. one you can definitely watch on there, guys. Right now. Right now, it, it's already dropped. <laughs> at the end of September. Yeah, I remember I remember I going I remember I saw a picture. I don't know if Rob posted or one of you, but I saw a bus with the ghost finders on it. I'm like, "Wow, they have made it." I think it was in the UK or somewhere. I was like, "They're on a bus. That, that they've reached the top." I love oh, Thank you. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Actually doing like um how would you say it? Like a couple of locations back to back, like on a road trip together. We've talked about doing that in the future. Um, and just like filming our way on the road, like the possibilities are endless and endless. yeah, just can't wait for the next thing. Yes. So, and where can people find you, your social media or if they're in? You can find me on Instagram. My name is just Megan Deputy on there. There's not a lot of deputies out in the world. So I'm lucky with that. You can also find me on IMDb and on Facebook, just Megan Deputy. And uh, yeah, feel free to send me an Instagram message, just whatever. I'm easily available. And um, you can always contact me as well through our Ghostfinders website. But yeah, just feel free. Say hi. Tell me, ask us any questions, all of you witches out there. If you're, if you're coming into like, oh, maybe should I do this? It's like, follow your heart. Don't be apprehensive. Don't be afraid. If something freaks you out, don't do it until you're comfortable. But yeah, reach out and we'll talk anything you'd like. Best advice ever. See, now you guys love her like I do. This is how I went. My men, oh, who is this beautiful young woman with Aww. the beautiful hair? <laughs> so anyway, thank you, Megan. Thank you for bringing your amazing magic to the witching hour. Thank you so much, Patty. An honor to be here. And thank you for sharing your wonderful magic with me in person. And you're just such a light. And thank you for just being you. <laughs> See you on the witching hour. Bye. Bye.